right, and we are back. Hey, hey. Hello. 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 Episode 20. 20. Wow. Who knew? Nice. Going into this. We're still alive. I mean, we theorized, right? Mm-hmm. But we made it. <laughs> we did. Yes. We're going to make it after all. Well, that's a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> we, maybe you need to be the bar. I don't think we have a whole lot of, you know, if, if you don't understand that reference, then ask your dad or mom. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I knew what the demographics of our listeners were. It's like, are, yeah. are, 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 is it a bunch of older people? Are we tapping into the younger audience? Who knows? Well, we're pretty hip, you know. The kids lingo pretty down. That is no definitely the that. word I'd use to describe it's myself. Hip. Yeah, that's what his dad says. I'm hip, and I think we know now exactly <laughs> how hip we are. Yeah, I think the curtain got pulled back on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, um, how's everybody doing? Good. Good. Well. Yeah. Good. The bard can levitate, and it's just really just made my world. It is just cha- It's a game changer. Yeah. This mm-hmm. entire game shifted now that the bard can levitate. Mm, I don't know. I, I feel like he's always been levitating in his head. So, <laughs> <laughs> just come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Alar has manifested. His di- his desires. Yeah. Exactly. It was on your vision you board, go. wasn't it? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I'm ascending. <laughs> Next step, God. <Godhood. laughs> you look That's at him, right. and he literally is ascending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't just like floated up to the ceiling of this giant cave yet. Not yet. It's coming, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. We got stuff to do. Yeah. Well, speaking of stuff to do. Oh no. Oh yeah, that's right. What. There was there was a creature that was stalking us. Well, well we I, need we to, gotta, oh, yeah, have to yeah, tell yeah. us. <laughs> I must be new here. Yeah, I was skipping a step. <laughs> I was too excited. I'm excited for the combat. The I, I've been excited. Literally, I thought we were going to get to this fight, like in it. So now I'm just like, oh, yeah. Okay, well, here's, okay. here's my intro. The heroes continued deeper into the lost underground city, making their way to the palace at the center. They dispatched zombies that emerged from the fallen residential buildings, and things skittered in the overgrown gardens around the the palace. What dangers would they present today? Find out on Dungeon Patrol. Yes. Dungeon Patrol, indeed. Well, let's just get right to the danger, because that really is my favorite part. (laughs) I'm feeling kind of hot, like just as a DM, you know. I killed a character last night. It's like yes, you feel powerful. Wow. <laughs> sorry, oh, but, sorry, God. Ben. I don't really mean it. <laughs> I was traumatized. Yes, <laughs> you was really I. were. Yeah, you shook the paladin up. Yeah, it's always a, it's always a somber moment. Yes, and that it was really conveyed like right now. <laughs> Until you are gleeful about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do if I kill one of you guys today, though, but. Oh, my gosh. Well, you could just choose not to. That's yeah. I could. Well, no, this is, this is the path we chose. Yeah, that's heroes. true. That's fine. Yeah. And you really did choose this path. In fact, I don't know what I was thinking. I was not prepared for you guys to go down this particular path last it time. It was so obvious. Like, yeah, there's was... a palace on the hill. I know, but I I thought there were breadcrumbs to lead you to where I thought you'd go. But... Do I want breadcrumbs? Or yeah, the... I'm, I'm paleo diet. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want the steak. I want the whole loaf. <laughs> I think that's what we're going after. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, here's the whole loaf and its giant furry visage. Because as we left off last time, there was a loud growl in the underbrush. And then something huge leaped out. And it's going to get a surprise attack here. We were, I mean, we I were did pretty aware. Point it out. I kind of made a perception. Yeah, I, thought, I thought we did, but whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, he's tasted blood and now, he's, yeah. <laughs> now he wants right. it. <laughs> All right. So, a massive, furry, decrepit looking lion, though. Lion? I, and not oh. decrepit, but uh, undead looking lion with. Mm-hmm. Flesh peeling off, patches of fur missing, part of his face wasted away. But nevertheless, he is huge and powerful, and he was incredibly silent. And now he just roars and leaps out behind the bush at Brokos. And we can go ahead and roll initiative, because he is going to pounce on you, Brokos. You're going to be fine, buddy. I'm not worried. Okay, I got a four. Okay, now I'm worried. <laughs> I got a 22. Wow. 13. I got a 15. Okay. And apparently I was not. Are you guys doing your... Oh, or do I need to do them real quick? Trist, you said 22? Oh, I can't. No, I no, said I'm 13. I just 20. put mine in. Okay. Yeah, All right. Brokus, what do you got? Oh, yeah, you're there. I see you. I know, but I'm not... Oh, I don't know how I'm signed in. I got a 15. Okay. And Dagmar, you said a yeah, I'm not, twenty-two. I'm gonna say I'm not on roll twenty. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, we're we're using roll twenty on a big screen on the table now instead of everybody necessarily looking at it. Um, all right, cool. One of the things about Don as DM is you never know what technological <laughs> innovations to expect. <laughs> that ever. is that is so true. <laughs> you know what? There's always there's always this quest for the perfect setup. I know. Just I, to be clear, it also includes me not ever knowing <laughs> <laughs> what new technology is showing up at my door, hanging from my ceiling, wherever. You know, I was really optimistic about the whole projector setup. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've really, really wanted a projector setup for a long time. but And now we know. Well, we just need a taller basement ceiling. So... <laughs> What is, okay, I digress. I'm waiting for a holodeck, just like you know, come to the basement. Whoa, holodeck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want him to hire people as extras to yes. Like you a, know, like I have wanted to do that actually to have like walk-ons. Yeah, I'm in. I, I, I am kid in. you not. I've thought about that, like the local acting. Yeah. I don't know, high school production or something. Okay, so this giant lo- zombie lion yeah, leaps out at Brokos. <laughs> And um, we're going to start. Oh, poops. He starts off rolling an 85 on his Ooh. pounce. Still better than me. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, I don't think that's going to hit poor Brokos. Is that going to be poor Brokos? That will be an 11 to hit Brokos on the first attack. No. All right. But he does have multi attack. So even though he missed you with his claw, he's still going to go in for a tasty, tasty bite. And that is only going to be a 16. Nope. Oh. Closer. Nice. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. I was prepared. I smelt the waft of undead lion. 
All right. However, because he does have pounce, he actually does leap onto you. Mm -hmm. So you do have to make a strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Ooh. That's not my best saving throw. Well, I rolled a two and I have a minus one. So I calculate that to be a 20. (laughs) Hmm. It goes around the corner. Yes, it goes back (laughs) around. Okay. No, I I probably fly 20 feet back. Well, actually, that worked out anyway, because he only would have got the bite had he knocked you over. Right. Which uh, works. So he leaps on you, claws you, knocks you down, and then bites at you. So you are prone, but you take no damage. Luck is with you, because he missed both of his attacks. And I'm sad. But we're going to go initiative order, and that's the way the things go. So I believe now we're we're starting with Dagmar to react to this monstrosity. All right, I will go on the opposite side of the lion. So, right here, if I can. So I can be flanking. Well, I guess I can't be flanking with Brokos if he's under the lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You basically want to run around the lion. Yep. Why, why are you You're moving, moving me? the That's wrong Alar. person? Dang it. Why don't you give me control of Dagmar and I can move him on? All right, I can do that. Uh, can I do that? All right, well, go ahead. So you've moved around. Yep, and I will draw my silver short sword and attack the lion. Say 22 hit. 22 does, in fact, hit. All right, so I won't get my sneak attack, is that correct? Because you're under prone. Yep, okay. So that will be uh, six damage. And then I would like to uh, take my bonus action to... Hey, quick question. Yes. You, sorry, you're, you said you're attacking with your sword? Yes. Okay. So okay. That, that'll be piercing, if that matters. It does. Silver piercing, and then um, I'm going to use an unarmed strike as my bonus action against it as well. Okay. And that'll be a 17 to hit. That is also a hit. And that'll be uh, 8 damage. And that is bludgeoning? Uh, unless it needs to be something else. But yes, it's bludgeoning. <laughs> <laughs> like magic <laughs> bludgeoning damage. Uh, you, you definitely injure him, but he seems to be resistant to that. Your blow doesn't quite affect him as you had expected. Okay. All right. Then we. Then it is Brokos' turn. Okay. Well, I will... Um, I'm going to get up. And uh, is this a beast by any chance? Considered a beast? It is, yes, it is a beast. What CR is it? Who's asking? Brokos. <laughs> um, it is a, well, how, do you, do you actually automatically get to know that or you just try to do something? And well, I'm going to turn into a undead line if I can. If it's a beast, I can turn into it because now I've seen it. Oh, can you turn into an undead, though? I don't know. It's, I don't think you can turn into a, an undead. Is it labeled a beast? No, it's an undead, man. It has to say, like, beast in its little. Well, I mean, yes, it's it's an, it's undead. It is undead and a beast. But I don't know that you can turn into something with an undead trait. I actually don't know that. Hmm. I mean, I, I can turn into a beast, any beast at CR, but I just... I would assume you could turn into a lion. Yeah. Um, let's just get... Uh, Let's get just yeah. I'm you know what I have a couple of. Uh, I'm gonna turn it into. Let's do a cave bear. Yeah. As my 
uh, bonus action, we turn to a cave bear. Good old bear. Bear always beats right. lion. And that's a large creature, right? Yes. All right. I'm just going to make your pawn large. That's fine. Okay. So you are now a large prone cave bear. I'm going to get up. That uses half my movement. No, stay on the ground, jujitsu. Come on. Well, <laughs> got okay. him right where you want him. And now I have advantage because my man is behind me and my attacks are magical. So. You're a magical boy, Brokos. Yeah. Okay, so I get a couple attacks there. My bite. It's a 19 to hit. That is a hit. And that does 13 points of piercing damage. And then I'm going to claw. Probably not. Uh, a 12. That is not a hit. Okay. And that is that. That is that. Rawr. Okay, Triss, excitement's happening. There's a cave bear, there's an undead lion. I am not going to attack the cave bear, it's Brokos. Why are you telling me this? You never know. He's scary. I I shall move over here, and then I shall attack. We are used to random creatures. I forgot I got advantage on that attack, last attack. So Triss and Dagmar are now flanking the undead lion with the giant Brokos. That is correct. Where else would we want to be? Uh, so, and then I attack with my magic um, weapons. Oh, I do not think that that's a. That is only 13 for first one. That is not you get a hit. advantage. Oh, I get advantage. Flanking. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, oh, that is still not going to hit. Oh, well. Uh, for a second one, oh, that is cockeyed. Uh, that is uh, 18. That is a hit. All right, so 18. Uh, that is only seven damage. All right. The lion is not a happy creature. I get the one more attack. It's because that was attack, oh, bonus, and one more attack. Uh, that is going to hit because that is 20. And that is nine damage. Wow. Okay. You guys have messed him up already. All right. So, yeah, you've torn away chunks of the lion's flesh. He roars again in pain and is going to do a little retribution action here. Um, I say, come at me, bro. No. No, no. He'll take you up on that. Seems seems a bit (laughs) anachronistic there. (laughs) I mean, hmm. Yeah, Deadline hates it when people call him bro. So, yes. I mean, yeah. It's, 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 t- it's tough because there's the, the this bear. Oh, but... I've got hit points to spare. Oh, Come I know on. you do. I know you do. So <laughs> None of them are yours. They're all the bears. That's right. <laughs> and then they're mine after and that. And then you have <laughs> your hit points. Uh, he he will. He's actually was going to pivot, and uh, he's going to attack Triss. So taunting a lion works. Yeah. Okay. Apparently there was something about the cut of your jib that he did not like. Uh, all right. I rolled an natty one on my first attack. This is kind of depressing. Uh, does a 15 hit? It does not. So he spins and slashes at you with his claws. You duck and weave. He tries to bite and teeth snap shut inches from your face. And you're all right. Which brings us down to Alar. Or up to Alar. Or up to Alar. Yep. A few inches off the ground. 
Are you almost done already? I'm going to fire my crossbow. That's a nat 20. Oh. Okay. So, that's fun. So that would be uh, 18 points of damage. Dang. Is that a crossbow bolt right through the eye into the brain? Just about. Oh. It lo- definitely lodges in the creature's head. He flails around. He does not drop, but he looks like there's not much left in him. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> round two. Dagmar. All right. I will try DM's to. DM's curse if you're excited about the battle. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so bummed. Um, <clears throat> I will attack. So 20 to hit. That is a hit. All right. Now I've got friends around me, so that is a sneak attack. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like how you just drop friends. <laughs> so casually. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, so that's 11 damage for my first hit. Uh-huh. Piercing. Okay. okay. And uh, I will... He's still standing. I will use my bonus action to uh, do an unarmed strike. That is, oh, I get, yeah, so that's 23 to hit. That is a hit. And seven damage, but that's bludgeoning. It is bludgeoning, so half of seven, so you what, you round down, so that's only three. He has two hit points left. So <laughs> even though it doesn't quite uh, work the way you'd hoped, apparently your quivering palm was enough to stop the zombie heart. And he uh, wobbles back and forth and then just collapse in a stinking heap between the lot of you. Gosh, that was way too fast. I should have like doubled his hit points. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, didn't. It's such a cool pawn too. And now I get to turn into a lion. Oh yeah, that actually kind of works out for you. Yeah, it's 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 like a gift to Brokos. Well, I think it's a gift of the fans because how many times do you really want to see a cave bear or a badger? It's like, okay, we need we need to Wow, wow I know. I like We need to build build out his portfolio of animals. Yeah, give me lots of different kind of animals we can He's not dinosaurs. Wrong. <laughs> <sighs> I'd like Fortunately, to... the the lion you're modeling yourself after is pretty mangy, so, you know, you're not going to be quite as glorious as you could. But this is more intimidating because it, mm. you know, looks like a scrapper, like Scar. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah, be prepared. Um, I'm just going to remain in cave bear form because I have um, advantage on smell. So I'm going to, be, you know, smell. I, I know what this undead smells like. I imagine now. Yeah, you got a snoot. Sure. Right? I mean, he definitely has a necrotic scent to him. So yeah. I'm going to use that to try to seek out other danger. And if anybody wants to jump on my back, they totally can. No one wants to ride a caper. No, it. I would feel like it would put me at the disadvantage. Well, no, 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 no. Not demeaning. Just. No, no, no. To I, you, maybe. I, I don't know. I do like thinking Options about there. this cave bear going along you know make, making yeah. all the bear noises mm-hmm. like that chuffing and yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. smell on the ground digging it up I am partial to the cave bear personally I like I like the bear I would like to check out the corpse of the lion does it have like like any 
Anything other than the fact that it's zombified? Like a magic tiara or something? Well, you know, is it, like, was it a pet? I mean, I guess how did it get down here, kind of, would be... Zoo of some sort? (laughs) (laughs) Bear noise, bear noise, bear noise. (laughs) Um, Sure, you begin checking over the, the rotting corpse, and you don't see anything other than, you know, its native form. Sure. So... All right. Yeah, there's no markings or uh, brandings or jewelry or collar or anything like that. No fluffy collar. <laughs> no. Oh, oh my gosh, then I would feel bad. <laughs> that would be make me very sad. Well, that's good we didn't see it though. <laughs> Why? This might have been like the pet cemetery of this fallen city. You know what I mean? Like came back and killed its owners. No, I don't think that's it. I think we did a service by putting it out of its mm. misery. Well, I will wipe the zombie gore off my gauntlets. And I'm going to try to pick up any more <laughs> scents, you know. Well, I mean, you, if his scent is strong. You could uh, you could probably track it. Are you going off into the brush? Well, I want to basically find more. I want to be prepared. You know, a, a bear can sm- smell a ways. It's not like it's just a couple feet. Brokos, we don't have time for this. I want to be prepared for any more undead. But I'm. We already know there is much undeath in the city. We need to make our way to the palace. I agree. <laughs> Let's get going. You just saw a bear roll its eyes. I mean, we could take forever hunting down undead in the city. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could. You you could. You could do that. Um, but broke a sense. You were looking. Ah, sorry. I'm clicking. I'm trying to explain. I would rather just be more of a smell alert kind of thing, not tracking mm. stuff. Smell oh, alert. Okay. Yes. Okay. Smell that's... alert. Gotcha. I'm on alert. Well, Brogos, make, uh, make a perception roll. <laughs> um... Be a 12. Yeah, with advantage. All right. Well, you I mean you peer through the the underbrush and I would just say that you see you know probably 40 feet away a kind of a large like not like a, ro- a rocky not a pile like but kind of like an almost like a natural looking rock formation. Okay. That's it just seems to be a little bit odd. I'm going to go over to it. I mean if it's not too far. I have no, I will stay in close proximity to Brokos. All right. So, Brokos, you push your way through the brush a bit. What are they doing now? Exploring. I'm also looking for some fresh berries. <laughs> Smoky tasking. I'm a bear. We need to get you some Adderall <laughs> here, boy. Come on. Mm. Yeah, so you just push your way through the, through the brush, sniffing around. Mm, there actually are some berries there. But yeah, you you go over to that. Uh, you think it was well. It looks like it might have been originally decor for the park. You know, yeah. like, obviously that you're not outside per se. But you can see that at the base of this large rocky mound, uh, something has dug out a pretty sizable hole at the base. It goes into the ground. Okay, but I cannot fit in this hole. You could, yeah, like you something know. large, like something lion-sized large, and the scent of the lion is all around here. Oh. Um, 
If I can fit down there, I'll look back at Triss for confirmation, basically. Like, I'm yeah. going to do this. Okay, I stay right behind you. I'm not going, though. Then I'm going to crawl into the hole. All right. I'm getting sleepy. Perhaps it's time for some a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and Brokos goes and hibernates. I've still, still got more crossbow bolts here. So. <sighs> Tris, you can take this moment to reflect on how many times you watch Brokos' furry butt go into a hole. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, you rid around inside. It's actually not like very large. It's it's large enough to, to contain your body and, sure. a, and a, a bit more. Maybe there are like two of you. Mm-hmm. So clearly something had dug out enough space to just go in here and nest and not really create like a warren. And the smell of the undead line is strong in here. <clears throat> and you do see that there's a scattering of bones and debris and stuff, things like that. Um, but you do see a few odds and ends scattered about in said debris. I'm going to kind of claw through it and just to expose them. Okay. I mean, you, um, th- there's just some, there's some, some junk and you kind of claw through it. You see a few bottles and, um, like some vials. And then you see a few, like a scattering of some gems and coins. Okay. And, uh, there's a crowbar, mm. but really probably the most interesting thing. There's a, there's a large tapestry rolled up. I am going to crawl back out and try to signal to Triss, like nod into her, or maybe try to push her towards it. What is it, Timmy? And, and just point <laughs> with one claw, you know, to you to, for you to try to, to to look. Okay. Well, Triss will assume that I would never put you in danger. Yeah, that there's that I can I can go safely go in. So. I will, I will crawl into the lion's den. Uh huh. Should be good. The undead lion. The den. undead lion's <laughs> den, and see what all of the fuss is about. All right. Well, as I just described, some odds and ends, some junk, but there's a few things of clear, uh, obvious value. I mean, there's a, like I said, a scattering of coins, some gems. Um, okay, I will grab all the stuff that that looks interesting and pull it out. All right. So. It takes you a minute to gather these things up and start pitching it out into the grass, uh, and you drag the tapestry out. The tapestry is rolled up pretty tightly. It is, um, it's very stinky and dilapidated, but it, it appears to be mostly intact. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, then I will unroll the tapestry. All right. So, Brokos and Triss are over there by the lion's den, and Alar and Dagmar are standing safely. I on the am path, going or? to very impatiently float over there. <laughs> with uh, my arms folded. Mm. You're doing the, the one kick. Aylar hasn't learned one the kick don't forward. piss off the cave bear lesson yet, huh? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going to do the, the scooter style. The scooter yeah, style. absolutely. <laughs> but I'm going to glide for as long as I can. You want to look dignified. Make a horn sound. <laughs> like, no. So literally, I never have flying dreams. I only have like floating dreams. I do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah me too. Did we talk about this? Already? No, I don't no. think so. Okay, and and that's kind of how I like m- maneuver myself in oh, these really? weird floating dreams. Is like I'm kind of pushing off and like yeah, yeah, like and bouncing then, downstairs. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, and just, walking. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. So, I love floating dreams. That's yeah. It feels like I should be able to do that. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
like if I could get a really, really good running start and like push off, mm-hmm. I could just kind of go for quite a ways. It feels very natural in my dreams. Yeah. Like just, just gliding along. Yep. Then you wake up to gravity. Yeah, I actually have full-on flight dreams. Yeah, I know you do. I know, I've talked about that. Superman over there, huh? Yeah, it's kind of fun. All right, well, uh, so Triss is rolling uh, rolling out this ancient-looking tapestry. And you can see it's it's torn and, you know, a bit worn. But I am actually going to, because I have a... We get a picture. uh, A handout. Now, it is a black-and-white handout. The tapestry is in color. But I'm going to put it on your screen now. There it is. Oh, what? Oh. Eidolon Tapestry. Okay. So we got a flying ship. And we got like a floating city. Mm-hmm. Circular city. There it is. Is it over okay. water? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's hovering over water. So, But what they're seeing is a, is a, you know, a large floating disc that looks... A lot like the city that they're in, mm-hmm. hovering above, hovering, hovering up uh, far above a cerulean sea with a clear sky in the background, and it's got docks all around with a variety of these very awesome-looking flying ships with horizontal oh, and yeah, vertical sails. Multiple ships, I see. And then one sort of in the forefront, which sort of captures your interest, like coming towards the the artist. Is underneath the city? Does it look like a swirl of water is holding it upright? No, um, it actually looks like it, the it's like the, the city itself is um, you know like a disc with steps you know because it kind of goes up towards the center almost like a top. It very much looks like a top. There okay. you go. And then the the bottom, like like a top would actually has a protrusion that descent like comes down from the bottom and it almost looks like it comes to a point. Okay. <clears throat> but the disc itself is quite thick. Hmm. Do we recognize that? Is that land underneath that, or that on the bottom in your bottom right hand corner? Is no, like the a- uh, it doesn't seem to be. It's the the land and the sea and the sky are, are a little bit abstract. I mean, it, it is a tapestry. Nothing so. we recognize as like a a place. No, I- it just looks like you know, like rolling green okay. hills uh, with some cliffs, and not it's really pretty. Like a map. It is not. It is definitely not a map. This was something somebody okay. made and put on their wall because they thought, oh. This is an awesome place. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> that tells us a little bit of the history. Uh, yeah. Well, I yeah, it tells us something. I'm not sure what what we're supposed to gain from that, though. That the city used to fly. Okay, the city yeah. used to fly. I but mean, you now it's underground. Right. Well, I wonder how if, did that happen? That's the next part of the story. I wonder if some type of magic that kept it aloft is also connected to the lights and it was cut mm. and then it crashed into the ground i imagine something that big would sink that's why it's uh, at an angle yeah wow. hmm. i don't know that I mean that doesn't necessarily explain the force keeping the ocean out but maybe no. people survived well i suppose you would have had to have a barrier um you know when you're uh, flying yeah. through the air yeah. so Exactly. I just was picturing <laughs> this peril. city, and then it goes, whoosh, oh, you know, and then everybody's like, "Hold on, don't yeah. get blown off the edge." No, okay. Yeah, that, that wouldn't help. That would be good. The force field would be to the peril of birds, though. Just 
Yeah. There's also some gems and stuff too. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the interesting stuff. Yeah. So well, um, in this, yeah, it is so supposed to be. Uh, it's supposed to be a, a, a big reveal there. Oh well, I'm gonna look at. Like, look what I found. Well done, Brokos. Hmm. I'm glad you followed my directions to explore a bit. You see what happens when you poke around? <laughs> Good job, Brokos. It's going to turn around and forge those berries. All right. So, the coins. Uh, there's 167 gold and five silver. The minting is not of anything you recognize. Although, have you found you found coins since you've been down here so far, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but usually they've been in multiples of four, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> 167 and a half. Okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Uh, there's a, there's a, a scattering of bloodstones. So, it just, it's got a value of 60 gold. I'm not sure if that's supposed to be multiple stones you're the dm man well you know so i use a random treasure generator sometimes just you know because it's easier and it just maybe it's just supposed to be one bloodstone uh anyway it's worth uh worth 60 gold okay and there is a um there are three vials there is a vial of ink which is easily identifiable but then there are two that appear to be either oils or potions you will probably have to do some sort of identification on those. The labeling has long since worn away. <laughs> labeling. <laughs> so, in you know, in the D and D realm, do potions ever lose efficacy? Like, amazingly, no. They're magic. You never find vials of just random liquid that does nothing. Yeah, do I mean, yeah. it's like. Oh, I've done that. I've done where they've spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any hard and fast rule to it. Though. No expiration dates. <laughs> Must no use. Dates. Yeah. <laughs> Must best use yeah. by. After 100 years, it does the inverse, you know, effect. And then this then becomes poisonous. Yeah. Just a thought. But wow. these appear to be intact. Okay. And the magic has somehow preserved through all these years. However improbable it is. Or perhaps, you know, others have wandered in here and been eaten by the lion. Hmm, that is a good point. Doesn't really seem like a lot of other, like we haven't really seen evidence of other. No. Yeah. We've heard evidence, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, but you've actually only seen a, like a very, I mean, you've walked down one street so far. Yes, but it yeah. was a big street. It was a big street. This is a big city. Yeah, you've had very little exposure. <laughs> but there's... Okay, I don't want to... I do not want to belabor this point. I it, I have this thought, though. What if potions... And I know this is not the case. This is just me. What if potions would, like, expire with the death of whoever created them? That'd be very unfortunate. Yeah, there'd be, like... A lot less potions in the world. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Or magics in general, if you follow that line. So. Yeah. And what, what if they're and what if they're mass produced? Then then who is it tied to? How do? It, what do you mean mass produced? How are you going to mass produce potions? I don't know. Well then. Like a potion sweatshop, like. 
<laughs> like you know, what, on, gnomes. what if there were a potion factory with working know. eighteen hour days, making Just potions? Somebody still has to do the magic that creates it, though, right? I mean, that's that's how it happens. There is like an individual yeah. imbuing this or creating the potion. Yep. Hmm. So I mixing mean, the reagents. Yeah. Casting the spells. Yep. Whispering the words of power over the liquid. Yeah. Okay. And then when they go, wow! You just open a can of worms. It's gonna blow a lot of people's minds. I don't, I, I don't know about that. But now you just gave Don an idea. You, you know, the well. power in the potion. <laughs> so you have to roll a percentage chance every time you find one. <laughs> right. Is this person still alive? <laughs> or maybe then, it's not like an instant, but like it, like uh, they have a half life. Sure. You know, when the person dies, and it, oh, fifty percent less effective, and then. So every time you kill a wizard, you're like, quick, drink all the potions. <laughs> Maybe. Hunt down all the potions he has. Uh, that seems kind of terrible. I mean, and then, okay, sorry. But then you've got, okay, we're not going to kill the wizard. We're just going to keep him prisoner. Make him make potions. Yeah, or, or at least until we're done using oh, the potions he's already made. It seems like hero 100%. stuff right there. <laughs> 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 we're just going to keep them. Oh, my gosh. This is Put them in really a getting horrible. We <laughs> just fought a dragon. Do whatever it takes to keep him alive. To, Every potion you make me is potions. another day you may live. Exactly. <laughs> 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 okay, sorry. I'm sure there's that kind of evil out in the world. <laughs> you know. Yes, out in the world. <laughs> I, I want to play in your campaign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Triss is a tiefling, you know, this yeah. is just... All right, sorry. Okay, we found some more stuff. Some dark ideas from Triss. Is, is any of this stuff magical? Yes, yes. Obviously, the two potions. That's why I said you have to identify them. Is any of the other stuff? Oh, no. No, the other stuff is not magical. Okay. Well, I can't identify potions, so... I can't either. I'm going to try to say... Like, later. I want to stay in cave bear form because... Brokos. I got this for a while. Brokos, you stay in cave bear form for now. But you can identify the potions later. I tap my nose with my claw. Point Do you it. smell something? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just hold on to the potions and tell. Do we want to First word. keep the I would tapestry? have a lot of fun doing charades as Alar because that would be terrible. <laughs> Purposefully terrible. I don't want to carry around the smelly tapestry, but if uh, Dagmar does. I don't particularly want to, but... I think we should just leave it. No, we can strap it to the bear's back. Mm. Like a saddle. Like a saddle. <laughs> just drape it over me. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's yeah. what we do. A stinky bear have, saddle. I mean, I'm, I'm a bear. It's not like I smell great to start out with. But Got some rope, so I will use that So too. transforming it into a Lash. bear, does that mean you come with the bacteria? That doesn't make sense to me, man. Why not? Like, wouldn't you still smell like you? Well, I'll roll around in the lion corpse then oh, if you really God. want. To... Oh. <laughs> oh. Dr. Brokos. <laughs> I smell, I'm a bear. So I imagine I, I have bear pheromones, right? And sure. Bear hormones. Sure. So I smell like a bear. Musk glands. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I'm sure I do plenty of like rolling around in stuff that bears would roll around in. And my question is, do you immediately smell like a bear, or does it take yeah, a little that, bit, a yes, little bit yeah. for the bear's yeah, yeah. scent to I sort do. of permeate? I'm making that rock. <laughs> I do. <laughs> we don't need to go too existential on this. I do. Okay. 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 We're getting way into the <laughs> bear similitude of the worlds today. Well, I am saying I do smell like a bear, and Sometimes. now I smell like a bear with a with a lion undead. A tapestry on top of me. It, it's okay for any of us to just say because magic yeah, to magic. explain it. because <laughs> magic. Well, you know, I think it's important to explore sometimes these different parts of the world. You when know. you go to Disney, that's how they explain stuff. By the way, if you ask some technical questions, it's magic. Yep. So <laughs> it's ma- okay. So we found all this cool I'm gonna, stuff. Yeah, I'm going to head back to the road to, to continue towards the um, palace. All right. Yep. Dagmar will follow. Let us go. Keeping my nose to the ground. Okay. It looks like we're close to the palace or are we halfway there? You are. It's about halfway there. It's not very far though. So you continue making your way down this, uh, basically this park road where again, it's overgrown uh, pretty extensively. So you have to just, you know, scramble over brush and debris every now and then and dodge trees and whatnot. Um, again, the these lampposts, which I've actually depicted on this little segment here, you notice they are uh, illuminating the area. So this is this is actually, at least around the lampposts, is pretty well lit. Uh, you did notice that there was a broken one, but... But it's a pretty well lit path to the actual palace. It is, yeah. On the tapestry, it looked like there were... Sh- four spires is that right e, e, that is a good question I think so hmm. I'm gonna say yes okay I have to go look and see because there was different versions of that so maybe maybe it's just a depiction of oh yeah 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 there there are there are okay here, so that okay here, I'm gonna actually okay because I'm gonna drop you back out to the giant map real quick so you can see it uh, yes. I don't see it. Oh, somehow we're starting to Oh, uh, we were way up. Yeah. It's called Don's Huge Maps. <laughs> this is. I, you know what? I like to push the limits of Roll20. It always warns me. Are you sure systems can't usually handle this nonsense? Whenever I bring up a map by Don on Roll20, I zoom way out to make sure I'm in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is where you guys were were ambushed here by the the, the the lion, and looking at zooming way out at the map because you, you can see this now. So there's this central palace, which is surrounded by a twenty foot tall, like uh, alabaster covered wall. This is beautiful wall with this massive gate, which you can see the gate up ahead. But and then we're right, not, okay, we're not within that wall yet. No, you're not. Uh, and then rising up, be, well beyond the wall. Yeah, is the central palace, which is, you can see, it's made up of like four, uh, like intersecting wings that go to this central structure, and then there's four large uh, spires that rise up uh, between the structures. So, you can try to get a picture of that put out, and they they're very like very very tall, almost impossibly uh, slender spires. So they're probably like a hundred feet tall or something like that. There, but they're really really thin. Okay. Yep. Onward. Onward, indeed. Well, I will try to be stealthy 
and walk ahead of the group again. All right. Well, yeah. Give me a give me a stealth check then, as you're creeping your feet up. Seventeen. All right. Well, you continue to hear the sounds of life surrounding you. I mean, this is not even though obviously there are dead things here. There are live things that have not been fully scared away. Mostly birds, insects, and creeper crawling things like things like that. But there are also l- clearly living things still moving around in the brush. I mean, at one point you even spot like a, a you know a couple of squirrels bounding out of nowhere and and you know running across and disappearing into the trees. Some so rich ecology here. Yeah, there, there's there's a full there's a full ecology. So not everything is dead. Um, that that t- obviously the lion was out of place. Okay. So you continue, I'm assuming that you're going to continue. Is that the plan? So you're basically at this point, because you talked about this ship. No, we are going to the palace. You're going to do the palace first. And we're yes. going to go and try and get a, a view of the city from aloft. All right. And we will do that. Grab your pawns here and we'll switch over. All right. And to the palace. So I'm putting you on the outside of the gate as you guys approach it. So you reach the reach the edge of the wall, and uh, the the path widens here as it gets to the palace grounds. And you can see that the walls themselves are quite thick and large. And for what you know, for whatever reason or defensive purposes they they served, it's probably unclear for a flying city. But the gate is made out of, looks like made out of either wrought iron or, or steel. I mean, it's, it's weathered looking, but it still looks solid and rises up 20 feet on either, you know, to the, uh, to the tops of the, the walls. You can see through it though. It's not a solid gate. Uh, so there's about like one foot wide spots between the, the, the bars. And so this whole thing is 25 feet wide so there's two basically two 12 foot wide by 20 foot tall individual gate pieces and you're kind of creeping up so my assumption is that is dagmar was going to continue leading mm-hmm. all the way until you got up to this so you can uh, you know sneaking up as you will yes so dagmar as you get close to the gate go ahead and make a perception roll uh that is only 12 all right all right, well, you get all the way up to the gate, and, and I assume you're going to just look through it? or what? Yeah, I want to kind of look through it and see what's on the opposite side. All right, so you pause and kind of scan through. You can see that the, uh, you know, the once perhaps verdant uh, gardens and, you know, the palace area around around the main structure might have been once green and lush. It is still gr- It is still overgrown, but it's like filled with like small brush and vines and things that have overtaken maybe the once original grass and things you might have expected. You can still see spots where there might have been like uh, garden areas and things like that. But some other trees and, and things have grown up. So it, it, it's not like the park area. It's just not manicured by any, any means. Okay. Uh, and the cobblestones here are um, a little bit different from the park path and they're completely overgrown with, you know, vines and grass growing up between all the different steps. Um, the path is still passable though. 
so this path that you see cuts across this open space to one of the spires and you can see uh, like a like a large arched doorway that is uh partially open in the spire but most importantly you spot a campsite on the lawn to the left where there's a like a large gray tent and some bedrolls and supplies and a cart and you see uh, you see three uh individuals kind of hanging out it looks like they're you can't tell if they're a guard or they're just chatting but they from your vantage point you can see that they're human and they seem to be dressed um maybe like workers or scouts i mean they don't look like soldiers okay not like in military uniform they're not they're just like basically that. i mean they um one of them is wearing leather armor and they're they are armed but they're not wearing chain armor they and they don't match each other okay they've got more of a hired help look sure so i will um back down the path to uh my companions and um just kind of put my finger up to my lips like to be quiet we we got some people in the garden ahead and um i will lead them as quietly as possible for all of us up to the gate so they can take a look all right so you all creep up to the gates um do you want stealth yes if you're all gonna try to be stealthy Yay, that's a good one. I get an 18. Very nice. 19. I got a 20. Nice. Wow. Oh, big bear. <clears throat> Uh-oh. What's that mean? One. <gasps> oh, no. no. One total? Total. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't joke around. Wow. <laughs> I rolled an 81. <laughs> So I'm a but I'm a, I'm a bear, so I'm making bear sounds. It sounds like a lion crashing through the forest. Okay. So so they think a bear is coming, which it is. <laughs> but I'm not. You know, that's I imagine how I step on something, or I just you know crack on a large log. Yeah, you, yeah, you you probably crunch and crack a rock or splinter something, and send something skittering across the stone. Uh, the rest of you, being significantly stealthy, have an opportunity to like. I will duck into the brush. Yeah, wow. yeah. throw yourselves yeah. out of sight. Seeing that, yeah. I'm going to go up to the gate. There you go, and like put my face misdirection, like That's a bear. like sniff, and may, maybe like growl like a low growl or something. Try to get their maybe their attention because if I yeah. haven't gotten it already. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so. You see the three individuals over there. Ask um, them if they have any picnic baskets. <laughs> hey, boo boo. Um, Again, kids, ask your parents. <laughs> the three of them kind of look over, and you, you. I mean, at this point, let's see how far is that? They are, you know, almost a hundred feet away from you. Okay. Um, but yeah, they they obviously see this large bear at the gate, and. You can almost make out maybe some consternation and and they some hushed hushed tones and then one of them runs over and grabs a crossbow and starts loading it. Okay, perfect. I'm going to then like get up on my hindquarters and like start shaking the gates. You're gonna get shot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that you others are trying to figure out flanking and whatnot. 
but that's I'm just going for this. They've seen me. I'm not gonna run back. So I'm going to kind of like you know. Um, I think you're. Well, you're, it's you're, happening. Okay. <laughs> you know, hey, why waste 20 yeah, minutes making exactly, a plan exactly. that you're not going to follow? Exactly. I could appreciate that. When I rolled a one, it was it's called FUBAR. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, we have one plan up. I guess we're doing this. Do right. it loud. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. Well, so the one guy finishes loading his crossbow. And uh, behind him, a gate. Do I have any cover? Mm, not really. <laughs> so they start shouting. One can ask. They, they, they <laughs> start shouting, and uh, you you hear uh, hear them basically shouting, uh, "Get away, bear! Get away! Go away!" And then the one is going to take a shot at you. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that will be a twenty to hit. That hits. All right. For let me grab. I just, you just jumped right into this. I wasn't quite ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There we go. Okay. So that is going to be four damage. All right. So I'll growl like in, 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 and then I'll kind of like, I've been hit and then I'll go run away and crash into the woods. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's pretty smart. Okay, so you you crash off into the woods, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, make a ruckus intentionally. Yeah, yep. Okay. All right. So I don't know. We'll just say you're. I don't know where they are because I didn't know if I really saw them. So I'm just gonna crash into the woods and try to make as much like I'm hurt kind of thing. Yeah, there's and your maybe party... not just like right along the fence, but back towards. back away. Yeah, All yeah. right, like fifty feet or so. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you make a good ruckus back in the park area. Uh, while that's happening, what are the other? What do you? The rest of you do? Now you said the walls were 20, 20 foot. Yes. And is it smooth or is it climbable? I mean, I mean, I guess everything's climbable. It's just whether or not you can succeed. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they they are smooth, but you know, at the same time, they're bit there's they're worn. I mean, there's some cracks, so it would be, it would still be a difficult climb. I mean, you could pitch a pitch a rope or something or. Grappling hook. Mm-hmm. I uh, get out my rope and I look to Alar. <laughs> Allow and po- me. And point up. <laughs> I will take the rope and gracefully float up. I'm on the other side again. Other side of what? <laughs> the gate. Well, we're not over yet. No, 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 no. I mean, like. You guys, yeah, you guys kind of split, so. I went. The other way. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. So so, so Triss is on the, the north side uh, of the gate kind of up against the wall and Dagmar and Alar on the south side. And then I, we've got Brokos yeah, north, do, wandered off. I, well, yeah, I kind of come back. I've got a 40-foot movement. So I would like to maybe come back. If I Do I see any of them or sense? Can I smell for a tiefling? I don't know what tiefling smells like exactly, but. You, you should know at this yeah. point. Yeah. If you've been around the tiefling long yeah. enough. Yeah, you, so yeah. If I, can, I, can I discover her? She has her, a name. She sent, <laughs> the tiefling. The tiefling. <laughs> I said, a tiefling smells like. I don't know if they smell the same. Yeah, yeah, you, you did not. You did not run so far that you're disorientated in the park okay. area. I mean, it is it so, is dense, but you can turn around. What I would like, because I'm a large beast, so my point is coming up to the to the wall where you can't see through. Yeah, and getting up in my hindquarters and kind of putting my paws up and 
I trying climbed to motion halfway to her, up the bear. Climbing mm-hmm. up my, yeah, climbing up on I my shoulders. I climbed the bear. Because I can imagine what 10, I mean, I've got to be on my hindquarters. Yeah. Of, uh, 15 feet at least. Yeah. Okay. That's Fur, interesting. Uh, you know, and. All right, so make. Are you going to try to be stealthy as you come back to the wall? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, much better. An eighteen. Okay, so you do your best to creep creep your way through the brush. You make it back to the wall. You find Triss. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Alar floats gracefully to the top of the wall. I will peek over the wall before I float all the way up. Are they looking back at me? Um. Crossbolt comes. Yeah, exactly. So don't want to happen. Yeah. So I mean, you know, based upon angles, right? So the wall is twenty feet up. So if you come up on the on one side, I mean, you could full on ease up to the top of the wall, and they wouldn't have line of sight on you. You'd have to almost walk towards the edge of the other side. Okay. Right. Because it's 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 a flat topped wall, and it's so thick that yeah, it would obstruct. So I'll, I'll assume then that you. You know, you peek up, you realize they don't have line of sight. Um, but make a make a perception roll. Okay, that will be a twenty-one. Nice. Okay. All right. So you realize you you can't you know immediately see the courtyard, but you are looking at this you know huge narrow spire like rising up, and you can see now that you have a moment to just occupy your time at the beauty of it that there are some balconies and windows and things like that and you do notice maybe halfway up just motion catches your eye since you're obviously staring there halfway up half well yeah like halfway up this tower yeah so mm-hmm. what is it uh through an op- like so open balcony windows you kind of squint and look and you can see that there well there's an illuminated room on the other side you probably noticed the light motion, right? Because this is obviously not daylight here, right? But there's activity inside and somebody has what looks like maybe some magic lights and there are people inside doing something, moving about, I mean, perhaps looting or investigating. Okay. But you you do catch sight of a red-robed figure in the in the light. They, they, you don't think that they see you, but you can see, you I mean, you can just observe them a little bit. Nice robes. I'd like a set of robes like that. Oh, well, perhaps someday. I will walk to the edge of the wall and look at the henchmen down below. All right. Well, it looks like they have returned to the camp, and um, the one still has the cro- his crossbow handy. Uh, but it looks like that they were preparing uh, lunch. So... One so one looks like he is attentive and just kind of like looking around, but he's not like standing guard. Obviously, they they were a little concerned about the bear. Okay, but he doesn't seem to notice you. Well, I will find a place to hook the rope for Dagmar. All right, yeah, there's some some stone work workings across the top there, so you can hook it and drop the rope down. As soon as I see the rope, I'd like to climb up as quietly as possible. All right. And then I assume at this point, Triss is climbing the bear, and then we'll attempt to scamper up the rest of the way. According to Wikipedia, the cave bear was, uh, on hindquarters, was about 12 feet tall. So imagine if my paws are up, that's another, what, three feet? So about 15 feet is where my paws, my 
far paws would be up. She can see how she fit, what she wants to do. All right. Well, then uh, each of you can make your respective climb checks. Just uh, acrobatics. <laughs> Technically athletics, but I like your furfur. Hey, Fourteen. Doesn't hurt to ask. If you're uh, doing something cool up the rope, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe I just flip up. Uh, twenty for athletics. Okay, so the twenty is a definite success to to climb the rope against the the flat side. Um, you get to the top of the bear, and now you're like standing on his shoulders, trying to find some purchase to just cover that last little bit of, of feet, and uh, you, you, yeah, you don't quite get it. You want to make another roll? Well. How tall do you think I am? Actually, I don't know how tall you are. Mm. How tall are you? I'm 5'7". Okay, so you want to do just like a little hop and up. grab like the top? Away from the top? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm 5'8". Yeah. yeah. Now so that makes you about, there. I mean, with your <laughs> yeah. Yeah, arms extended, totally you'd be basically a, maybe yeah. half a foot from the top. Okay, okay. All right, so you do a little half leap to the mm-hmm. top, grab yourself, then that'll be enough. And... uh with all of your upper body strength, pull yourself up onto the top of the wall, and then you can kind of roll over and do what it would do what you wish, leaving the bear alone. You see if I can jump and. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> you roll a negative eight and stuff. <laughs> Break my skull open. But we are on opposite sides. Like this is. Yeah. I will wave to you, Tris. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys see each other over the the twenty five foot wide opening, <laughs> and so Tris, if you wanted to creep over to the edge, you can also look and see, um, or what do you want to immediately do? I I will look down and see what Brokos is going to do. Well, I get back now on all fours and kind of slowly walk along the wall, okay, um, towards the gate, assuming someone will open it, but that's all assumptions. Okay, so then I will move towards the gate to see if I can see how to open it. Like, is it just uh, does it just push open or? Oh my gosh, um, it just feels like this has been a repeat performance of gate opening. So, on season three, we really make a <laughs> we really make a scene out of it, don't we? It's it was, all calculated in so many ways. The real enemy is the gate. It was such a struggle last time. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, we did better with the climbing today, though. Yeah, than we did yeah. last time. <laughs> um, so from up here, you can see that the gates. Uh, there is like a chain. There's a mechanism there that um, that goes into the wall. So you suspect there's probably some hand cranks down there at the base of the wall, maybe inside of a, a guard house or something. And there's no way to get easily from the top of this wall down. There, well, there is. So, I will show you the easy way down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is a um, there is a hatch which I did not depict here. I was thinking it was a little farther, but yes, there is a, a hatch up here that you can open up and descend down a narrow staircase into the wall. I do that. I will just throw that out there for you. There you go. Boink. And there's also one on the other side, too. All right. 
Yeah, so you uh, you descend down a very narrow spiral staircase, uh, which exits out into a uh, like a that's like a cramped ten by ten room, and there's a door there which you would expect leads out to the courtyard, and some mechanisms, and there's like a tool rack, and um, yeah, a big big crank there. Okay, I'm gonna try the crank. <laughs> The rusty old crank. <laughs> All right. So while she's doing that, that give, would, have, would have afforded Alar and Dagmar to also have done something from your vantage point to you. Obviously, Alar knows how to get down, but do we have a similar hatch? You do. Yes. yes okay. I've added it to your map. Well, I, I point like, do you want to go over the wall or do you want to go through the hatch? And I will uh, look you dead in the eyes, step backwards. <laughs> And start floating down very slowly. And I'll just do slow fall. <laughs> and get shot in the back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dagmar, you're gonna hurry down the uh, hurry down the hatch. Slowly no, like no, no, going no. Down the gonna... elevator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you're gonna slow fall. I'm gonna slow fall, and I'd like to be stealthy. So maybe behind I'm, that tree I'm going bush to thing. descend even slower. <laughs> they have they have line of sight on you all. They do. Like they're going to just see. Focused on their lunch. You they're think, fine. Yeah. think the bear would stand up? <laughs> all right. So Tris, you begin you begin cranking away at the gate. It doesn't uh, it doesn't initially turn. So go ahead and make a strength check. You're the one that's going to be making all the noise. So you know. Probably won't even notice. You us. wait till my plan. <laughs> That's a tw- twenty-one. Okay, it initially doesn't uh, doesn't turn, but you put your strength into it, break it free, and with a uh, screeching of steel on steel, the cogs turn and the gate slowly the the half of the gate slowly begins to open, and all the people in the courtyard turn and see Dagmar descending down the side of the wall and Alar drifting towards the ground. <laughs> And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Locking eyes. I love, I'm not even looking at them. I'm like, we're facing no, off. Locking eyes with each other, just like trying to see who goes slower. Yep. It had to be done. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yes, that was, that was fun. All right. Well, next time. We'll see yeah. you. We'll see you oh, next oh, time. Oh, 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 actually. What? Real quick, yeah. I do have to tell you something. <gasps> Level up. Yes. Yay! Yes. Right. That lion pushed us over the edge, huh? Yes. Nice. The okay. lion sleeps tonight, and you guys level up. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to rate us, as this goes a long way to promote us. If you love our show, we are on Patreon. Even a dollar a month can help keep the content coming. For other adventures in the world of Atlas, check out our sister show, Down With Dragons, on YouTube or Twitch at Monsters of Roll. Dungeon Patrol is a Monsters of Roll production. We will see you next week. This dungeon has been patrolled. <laughs>